way. There's another one called epitalin. Yep. And epitalin, it increases your telomere length. And yeah. we've seen as much as we'll do uh, like a, an infusion of like stem beef, uh, some perinatal tissue, and then we'll use the uh, epitalin and we'll see about a 10 to 15 year decrease on somebody's biological age. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Before we begin, have you ever considered publishing a book? Most medical professionals have really no idea how powerful a book can be to build their brand. It's a great way to show your expertise, to build your practice with clients that actually can afford your care, and finally, really make the money that you deserve. If you'd like to see how publishing a book can help you, simply go to drrosscarter.com and set up a consultation with me for free. Back to the show. Hi, it's Dr. Ross Carter with the Regenerative Warrior Podcast. Today, my special guest is Reagan Archibald. Welcome to the show today. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me, Dr. Carter. It is a pleasure. So you have been involved in this industry for quite a while. Tell us, how'd you get involved in this? I got into regenerative medicine when I had a shoulder injury that wasn't healing and about eight years ago. And I ended up trying all kinds of therapies, PRP, ozone, I mean, everything that we could throw at it. And finally, I said, I'm going to try some amnion tissue. Uh-huh. And so we used a tissue allograft, injected my shoulder. And within three days, I finally could sleep through the night. By the three-month mark, it was 80% proved. Six-month mark, it was fixed. And so then we started using it in my clinics and have done over 6,000 procedures clinic-wide. Now, one of the areas that you are known for is the application of peptides, which is really a hot topic right now. Can you tell us a little more about how peptides fits in with helping patients? Well, I look at peptides and I think of the complications that patients have with like autoimmunity. And if we can use like thymosin alpha one to create more selectivity in a person's immune system, I mean, that's, it's just been a game changer for us because we can work on Hashimoto's for a year and finally get a person recovered from that. But when we get them on the peptides, you know, it's three to six months and this person's immune system starts recognizing things differently and we get the thyroid peroxidase antibodies down. And so not only that, but it's incredibly safe. So for my patients who have multiple chemical sensitivities or hypersensitive, the peptides have just been very safe and well-tolerated and effective. So, you know, I was thinking about like the coronavirus, the importance of having a strong immune system is a big deal right now. Would you say that this is something that you would use for somebody that may be traveling or that may be exposed to that environment? Absolutely. You know, I, I kind of laid out my coronavirus plan. And I said, if I was the World Health Organization, I just did a podcast on this. And Reagan Archibald was an, anointed the president or whatever of the World Health Organization. What would I do? I do everyone would get thymosin alpha one, everyone would get a Chinese herbal formula called yin chow, and everyone would get cordyceps. And so what was and the then last? we get them all the essential nutrients. What was the last one? Cordyceps. Cordyceps. What is that? It's an adaptogenic herb. So it's a, a mycelium. So it's in the mushroom family. 
Oh, yes. Okay. So right. those would be your prescription for the enhancement of your immune system to possibly prevent infections from outsider influences here. Is that pretty much accurate? Right. Well, if you think about the people who are most vulnerable to the coronavirus, it's people who already have weakened immune systems. It's no different than the flu. And, you know, the pharmaceutical companies are working hard to create a vaccine. But right. I think we could get more intelligence by using peptides instead of dumping another vaccine in a person. Yeah, absolutely. And it would be good if their immune system's already strong, then it would be a much more effective way to go than to try to fix something when you already you're succumbing to a condition as opposed to doing it before that, then you never get it. I mean, there's tons of people in China that don't have the coronavirus and live in that area. And why is that? You know, so their immune system's working. The people that I've read about that have died have been older. So their immune system's not as strong as it should be. So this would be a good route. So if you're planning on traveling or you need to improve your immune system, these would be a good recipe to follow. Where would they find these products? Well, I mean, this is where you've got to find a 503B compounding pharmacy. Okay. That means the GMP has got to be in because there's a lot of peptides that are, you can find them online and they're just not safe. I mean, there's bodybuilders are the original biohackers. And so they kind of brought these things to life. And unfortunately, there's a lot of black market where these peptides are being compounded and put together in a way that's not as effective, not as safe. So we use tailor-made compounding. I know you had Ryan Smith on your show and Ryan and I have collaborated in a lot of different ways. I've created a doctor's training for clinicians to learn peptides and advance track. And so Ryan's been a collaborator on that project. And so we use tailor-made compounding because not only have they grown 8,500% in the last year as a company, um, a I mean, it's a lot, but they have the most robust resources available. I mean, they have the literature, the science, they've got the doctor support that we've needed in my clinics for my doctors. And they produce a great product and you'll feel it once you start taking those. Sorry for the interruption. If you're considering adding peptides to your practice right now is the best time. Learn which peptides work for which conditions and how to actually sell this to your patients. To learn more, go to learnpeptides.com. That's learnpeptides.com. Now, our listeners get a 50% discount on this course. Just use the code, which is my name, Ross, that's Ross, to get 50% off. Just go to learnpeptides.com to get started today. So tell us about the ones that you are using primarily in your practices to help different conditions. What are the main conditions that people are looking for solutions to that you're working with? So there's kind of five core areas that we focus our peptides on to simplify it. So we yep. look at anti-aging longevity. In that first bucket, that can be peptides like CJC1295, epimorelin. And these are both, they work on the ghrelin receptors and the growth hormone receptors on your pituitary. So essentially, they're creating more receptivity on your pituitary so you get better secretions of growth hormone. Right. And I can tell you, I mean, when I started using those, I put on about eight pounds of muscle in less than two months. And when you get off them, it's not like they stop. And I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm a small frame runner type of dude. But I was like, yeah, I want to start getting a little more bulk. And uh, my kids, I got teenage boys. And so I need to keep up with them on the snowboard and on the skateboard and fitness wise and on the basketball court. And so I'm crushing it now. I mean, it's been really fun to see what those peptides can do. And those are very safe too. There's another one called Tess Morellin. 
Yes. And tetramorelin is, it's an FDA approved drug. You can use it in HIV patients who've had basically dystrophy. Their muscles are atrophying. And the interesting thing about that one is it increases the IGF-1 factor, which is directly correlated to your growth hormone by 181 points in the clinical trials. And so right. this could be used for sarcopenia, right? Sarcopenia. Exactly. Yeah. Which is a huge cause for uh, anti-aging peptide there. But it's also great for belly fat. Patients just feel strong on it. This is the one I get all my friends on. I'm like, if you want a real big boost and the FDA may not let tailor-made compounding utilize this after March, they've, you know, there's certain peptides that work really well and the pharmaceutical company seems to snatch those up. So just FYI, get it fast while we can. Order a bunch now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so those are the, you know, the anti-aging ones are fun because they work on the growth hormone pathway. There's another one called epitalin. Yep. And epitalin, it increases your telomere length. And yeah. we've seen as much as we'll do uh, like a, an infusion of like stem beef, uh, some perinatal tissue. And then we'll use the uh, epitalin and we'll see about a 10 to 15 year decrease on somebody's biological age through telomere testing. So, wow. Yeah. So it's super powerful. I'm not hundred percent sold that telomeres are everything when it comes to aging. There's other markers that we want to look at, but yeah, those are some of the main peptides we're using for anti-aging and they're super fun. I also like IGF-1, just using that as a peptide. You sleep like a boss, you wake up, you just feel strong. And the IGF-1 is a fat burning hormone. You'll find it in your muscles. And the best thing I notice about that is when I wake up in the morning, when I use IGF-1, I feel like I'm a kid when I wake up. Do you remember how it is when you're a teenager or like, you know, 10, yeah, 12, just, wake up just in the a morning. few years ago? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, just yesterday. For yeah, us. it's just yesterday that happened. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you just feel like ready to take on the world and with lots of energy, basically, right? Yeah, and IGF-1, I use it as a nootropic as well. So it actually influences your brain performance. And it just keeps you very focused, very alert, and you can learn so fast. I mean, rapid, accelerated learning. And so that's that's another fun one. I love that. So can you use multiple peptides at the same time without a problem? There are certain peptides that you want to cycle on, cycle off. And so if you're working on like the growth hormone pathways and you're really trying to influence that, you want to get on it for a cycle of a couple of weeks, and then usually we'll say take six weeks to eight weeks off. And if somebody's a professional athlete, a yep. lot of these will show up in the doping, the anti-doping laws prohibit yep. this. So I should put that caveat out there, like don't go crazy on these until you, you know the rules if you're a competitive athlete. But then you may want to cycle onto something like the MOTA-C or the MOTCS, these or MOTSC. This yeah. is a great one for mitochondrial health, and this will kind of clean up those ATP and AMPK pathways, sirtuin inhibiting pathways, so that you're you clean up a little bit more of that cellular pathway instead of constantly being pro-growth. There's ways you can influence it, but you can use these together because you know if I look at them, the five we have are anti-aging, and then we have joint repair. And so joint repair is one like the BPC-157. You can almost use it safely with a variety of the peptides. So we'll typically use that with, you know, we use the BPC-157. One of the things that does, speaking of growth hormone, is it stimulates the growth hormone receptors right inside of the tendons and the ligaments. So it's a really powerful way of influencing, especially if you're doing interregenerative medicine, stem cell therapy into the joint. The BPC-157 is amazing to inject it directly into that joint space or around the joint. 
You can also swallow it orally. You'll still get benefits that way. But if we're doing the injections of the BPC with the stem cells, then we'll also do some type of CJC epimorelin as a combo or as a stack. And what is that for? That's just more for repair and recovery. That's more for the growth hormone releasing hormone and the growth hormone releasing peptide that works on the ghrelin and on the growth hormone parts of the pituitary. So So these are peptides mainly for regeneration and recovery. Regeneration and recovery, but not just for the joint, but we look at the whole body. The healthier you get the body, the better recovery that patient's going to have. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561 562-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter signing off. Signing off. 